0: Claim this discount by going to PhotographyCourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST. Come join PhotographyCourse.net and capture more than just a moment. Hello everyone, my name is Taya and I'm the host of Great Big Photography World podcast, where we interview notable photographers in the industry, give advice on a wide variety of topics, and provide tips for beginners and professionals alike. In this episode, I talk to Rich Levine, who is an American photographer who takes photographs of anything that catches his eye. He's incredibly talented and has been an active member of both Flickr and Facebook for a number of years. We talk about his journey as a photographer, what inspires him, how he works with models, and much more. Please enjoy. Hi, Richard. Welcome to the podcast. I'm very happy to have you here. Please introduce yourself to the listeners.
1: Hello, Taya. I'm honored that you would have me on your podcast. I've been admiring your work for a long time, and I'll be glad to talk photography with you. Uh, My name is Richard Levine. I'm a retired teacher after many decades and now I used to live in the flat prairies of Illinois in the United States. And now I live in Appalachian Mountains in Northern Georgia. I, from my back porch, I have a 50 mile view, which is about a, what, 70 kilometer view. And I wake up every day saying, wow. So, uh, um, that, and I'm married to Clara for over 50 years now and she graces my life and i dabble in photography and it brings joy which is why i do it i'm in awe of what photographers capture just in awe anyway so that's me
0: yeah it's a really lovely introduction and. I agree with what you said about photography bringing you joy, because I think that's one of the most important factors for us as photographers for what we do to bring us joy. So it's good to know that photography makes you happy in that way. What camera equipment do you use?
1: I'm very, very simple person. I have a Canon Rebel uh, T3i, with, and I just basically use three lenses, uh, 50 uh, Canon lenses, uh, 55 to 250 millimeter. The second lens is a 50 millimeter that I use for portraits. And the third is an 18 to 55 millimeter lens. And they all do do quite well. And you know, like I said, very, very, very simple. I'm not really into the tools. I'm rather into... The image. I'm one of those guys who think it's it's not the paintbrush, it's the artist. And I know many people disagree with me as far as and you know. They have all these different lenses and and they have all these different things for light. I much prefer natural light, for example. I very rarely shoot with uh, flash or or reflections and whatever I have, but I very really do that i much prefer the nuances natural light is and when i'm outside i you know i hope it's uh, a cloudy day so you have all this delicious diffuse light going on as opposed to harsh light so camera equipment said, is simple
0: mm-hmm. yeah my camera equipment is pretty simple as well and it's always It's nice to meet all kinds of photographers, of course, but it's especially nice to meet fellow photographers who use minimal equipment because it just shows that you can rely on your intuition and your creativity to take good pictures. So, yeah, it's nice to to have an interview with someone who sort of has similar equipment to mine or a similar approach to me. You often take photographs of people, landscapes, and as we discussed earlier, just anything that catches your eye and brings you joy. Why do you think you're drawn to these genres specifically?
1: As I said, I, I, I started with landscapes because one develops an eye, a feeling for what's a picture, and I'll stop the car many times and say, that's a picture, and I'll take it just because I like it. Getting a sense of what a photographer likes is important in that photographer's growth. On Flickr, I've seen people who go out and just take pictures of everything, and they'll upload everything, and I don't get a sense of what they particularly like. They just upload everything. Okay, that's what they like to do, but um, I much prefer to take pictures of what I think is a good picture uh, for whatever reason. It's an... Some of it is the tactical stuff. Okay, you have leading lines, and you have rule of thirds. Okay, I'll put that train there, whatever. But then again, it's because I like the power of the image, or I like the mood of the image, or I'll look, I'll like the lines of the image, and something like that. So that's where the landscapes came from. As far as uh, photos of people, I discovered photo vogue. Italia, And I got an account and I started uploading pictures and I was amazed that professional editors would actually accept one of my images for consideration to be placed into the magazine, even though that's a very first step to be placed in. There are many steps, uh, there are many um, obstacles to get your image into the magazine, but just to be accepted. There's hundreds of thousands of photographers, many of them uh, professional, who are uploading images to try to get them accepted by the editors. And, I, you know, it's really an honor. It's, well, an ego boost to uh, have your images accepted. I started getting many dozens of images accepted, but almost all of them pictures of landscapes that I like, and very few of people. So that's why I started, it became a challenge to me to get more of my people images in. And so my granddaughter became one of my first models, and then a, a woman contacted me. I used to have an account on the one where photographers, the, the website where people and models got together.
0: Is it called Model Mayhem?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. but I I took that off now. Uh, but she contacted me and and we lived within 30 miles of each other, and uh, we did a series of really great images. And then um, a friend has a granddaughter who was a dancer, except that her university closed down because of COVID, and so. Uh, the friend said, hey, you know, the camera loves her. You want to take some pictures of her? And she uh, contacted her granddaughter. Her granddaughter said, sure. And so I took a number of pictures of her. She's she's the dancer in my images. And uh, another has been with a photographer who came from Australia. And just she actually uh, allowed me to take pictures of her. When the other photographer wasn't taking pictures of her, mm-hmm. so and, and sometimes there are also candid's that I take, and a lot of times I'll try to get people's permission, except when like they go away someplace and I can't find them. So uh, basically, that's where the people images come in, but that's more of a challenge for me to get better in taking pictures of people, mm-hmm. and with portraits. I've also learned to appreciate the visual poetry, that images can tell stories. Instead of a straight portrait, a portrait can tell a story too. And uh, Taya, you're an expert at that. Your images tell stories, subtle stories with lots of nuances. Besides being a portrait, uh you write poems with your images. So that's what I'm learning to do also.
0: Thank you. Yeah, poetry is, I think, very helpful when it comes to sharing work because then you can give people more insight and allow them to have a deeper connection to your work. So thank you for the nice words. I appreciate them.
1: Okay. If I could mention something else. Since I've uh, gone with this image of taking visible poetry I have developed, um, started in 2016 a Flickr group called the Little Select Gallery of Eclectic Visual Poetry. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have a whole lot of members. Uh, I think we just passed 30,000 images, but I'm really proud of every picture that's in there because every picture tells a poem. I reject 9 out of 10 images that are applied to my group because they don't tell stories. They're just, you know, people want their images in as many groups as possible. to get as many faves and comments as possible. So I'm very, very selective of the work that goes in there, but I'm extremely proud of the work that goes in, that went into uh, the images in this group. And Flickr has recommended my group. and happy um that they did that to as i think they recommended 10 groups once and then and then they recommended another 10 groups and mine was in that second group of 10
0: wow. so
1: i'm really pleased they did that it it got the word out but I, and like i said i'm very happy that i'm i'm learning also more about visual poetry and stories and and as I said, I'm, I'm happy with this group. I used to think that my first goal ever was to get one of my pictures into Vogue.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think now I'm just happy. It'd be that'd be nice, but I think I'm just happy where we where I am now. I get to evaluate hundreds of pictures a day for visual poetry, and I and I you know, and I know I'm not perfect, of course, and I make mistakes. And I know people have a reason to be upset sometimes, and they'll submit their picture two, three, four, five times. And But for the most part, I think I'm pretty good at this. And I tell them, you know, I'm just one person. This is a little group, but I'm doing my best, and I really like this. It's my personal little gallery that I'm hosting and uh but i'm really proud i really it brings me joy to see the work that that people have have submitted i discovered amazing photographers that have submitted work to my group i'm sorry i went on with that no
0: that's completely fine no worries i was just uh, absorbing everything you shared and i'm very grateful for this group i've seen Some photographs in it, and I feel like it's such a nice place for people to come together and share their work in the form of visual stories and visual poetry, as you said. And speaking of your contribution to Flickr, you're very active on Flickr and on Facebook, which I appreciate very much. You take the time to support photographers of all kinds, as you mentioned. I'm sure this takes a lot of time and effort. What are the pros and cons of being so interactive as a photographer on social media?
1: It takes time, as you know. Uh, it takes a lot of time for me to look at images. And I follow a 1,000 people. I look at all the images they submit. Um, I like to relate a story of I was at an arts festival and mm-hmm. where an individual has set up tents, and in one tent there would be like a, a photographer showing off his or her work, another one would be a a potter, another one would be a a metal worker, another would be a glass worker, and all these artists would be selling their wares. And I went inside of a tent, and the lady said, to look at person's work, and the lady said, thank you. I said, for what? And she said, because you stopped and looked. So many of these people just walked by without even glancing at my work, they don't have to buy, but I really like them to look. It makes me upset when they don't look. And that struck me because we do the same thing. When we upload our images to Flickr or Facebook, we want people to look. They don't have to fave. They don't have to heart. They don't have to say wow. They don't have to write a comment. But we like it and want them to look. And I think it's incumbent on if we follow someone, it's incumbent on us to look. And we owe that to the photographers that we follow. A very wise man once said the opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference. And I prefer not to be indifferent to others. Um, another point is that of prose, is that looking at images can foster true joy. I really. If I support photographers, I think it's payback. I'm thanking them for the pleasure of the awe, the feelings that their images generate. So, yeah, my support is a kind of thank you to them. Mm -hmm. And also being a former teacher, I get uh, enjoy watching a photographer evolve over time. And again, Talia, your work is a perfect example of that. Cons. Cons, are you ready for this?
0: Yes, I
1: am. It takes takes away from other priorities.
0: Mm.
1: Thank goodness I have such an understanding and supportive wife. Yeah. Who, And I'll do this for hours, and she wonders why I'll do this. She wondered why another photographer would want to spend time talking with me about photography. (laughs) But she understands it's a passion of mine. And thank goodness for her. And yes, we do get things done around the house. And we have an, a very old puppy. We have to walk and take on rides. And we've uh, have a 2019 vehicle that we put 65,000 miles on, which is like 90,000 kilometers in just a couple of years, mm-hmm. because we've gone on every back road in the Appalachian Mountains. Within 200 mile radius of where we live, just because we like to go and snoop and see things we haven't seen before. And those are priorities too. My first priority is to keep my wife happy.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good priority.
1: Man, <laughs> right just below that is to photography. And of course, we do other things. I won't blow my own horn. But, uh, that's the con. It takes away time from these other priorities.
0: Yeah, but I'm sure that just the pure joy you get from looking at those photographers' pictures makes up for the other priorities that you're not paying attention to, right? Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. it's it there's uh, such a good feeling.
0: It is. It's a nice feeling. I can relate to it, and I'm sure all the listeners can relate to the feeling of looking at other people's photographs and seeing something that you really like and feeling that surge of inspiration inside, that's nothing quite like it, right? There are very few things like that feeling. Uh
1: Uh-huh. In fact, one of the reasons I started my gallery is I used to frequent Art Institute in Chicago. Mm -hmm. In fact, one of my models, I forgot to mention Sarah, one of my models, the very tall redhead, Mm -hmm. who used to be my student, by the way, when I taught her in, in seventh and eighth grade, and then she graduated from college and was a special education t- teacher who dealt with mentally and physically handicapped kids for 6 days a week hmm. and no the day she was off she loved to be my model because it took her mind away from all the hard work that she did in the 6 days yes. uh, we would go to the art institute and i would we'd look at the and not only I, we took images of her there, but we'd also look at the work they had in their photography exhibits, exhibits, and I thought to myself, I see better work on Flickr, (laughs) and I wanted to show the better work. That's one of the reasons why I started that little group, the little select gallery.
0: It's like your own personal online museum of your favorite
1: photographs. It is.
0: Yeah, that's a wonderful story that you shared. It's really nice to know that there are people who enjoy photography, who take the time to look at it and to share it with others. And I appreciate what you do especially, because I don't think you mentioned this in the episode yet, but you have a series going on in the description section on Flickr. So maybe you can talk more about that, where you highlight your favorite photographer's work.
1: Yeah, I think recognition is important, but mostly... I've been thinking about this for years and I started a little list, my top 10 photographers, and I kept on adding people. (laughs) Instead of 10, I'm now way past 50 and I have a whole lot of others that I haven't mentioned yet. Um, on my images, if you go to my Flickr account, you'll see that I have under the description called featured favorites where I will Mention a photographer and why I think that photographer is wonderful. Their work is great and whimsical or captivating or moody or dark or whatever. And then I'll give a link to their Flickr account. And it's just that they deserve recognition. And I think that we can do that for each other. We can recognize wonderful things. That are happening. It's like okay, so I started a little gallery. Now I'm starting a little art fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody, come to the art fair and go to everybody's booths, which is their Flickr page, and see the cool things they're doing. Cool. And that's that. I, I really uh, enjoy doing that too.
0: Yeah, no, I can tell that you enjoy doing that, and I saw in some of the. I read some of the comments uh, under some of those photographs uh, and people let you know that they appreciate that and that they discovered a new photographer and I just feel like it's, it's so nice. I mean, some people who might not be associated with photography might have this idea about it, that it's competitive or I feel like it's the opposite because we often support one another and especially on Flickr, I feel there's this... Yeah,
1: in one way it is competitive... Go to, for example, your favorites, uh, the people that you follow, and you'll see what every day a hundred, maybe depending upon how many you follow, and they're trying. The first job of an image is to get the viewer's attention. If an image doesn't do that, it doesn't do its job, because you want the viewer to say, "Whoa, wait a minute," and go back and look at it again. And spend some time with it. That's the, what the lady said. You know, I wish they would just look. Yeah. Um, and so, in one way, it is competitive because there are so many images. I must look at uh, with the group and with, you know, just looking through the different groups I belong to and whatever. I must look at two, three, four, five thousand 5,000 images a day. Mm. And I try, in one, so in one word, it is competitive. In one way, it is competitive, but in another way, as you said, it's very nice when, when photographers can relate to the work of another uh, to be supportive of the work of another. So it's kind of like a balance.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think some genres and some industries within photography are more competitive than others, but I think the competitive side of photography makes it even more precious when somebody does value your work and takes the time to look at your work rather than compete with it.
1: Uh Uh-huh. I agree.
0: On your Flickr page, you mentioned that any photograph involves the photographer, the subject, and the viewer. When we share photographs online, as we mentioned, we sometimes expect people to see things as we see them, but that is often not the case because everyone looks at art from their own unique perspective. What is the most interesting and unexpected feedback that you've received for your pictures?
1: Oh, well, there's a couple. Um, I got away from a model a few images ago, and it was a spring kind of an image. All I did was take, I photoshopped uh, ballet dances into a field with a cow that I took. It was a silly little, hey, spring has sprung image. Mm -hmm. And one one gentleman wrote, I really do do not know what to say, Rich. Please go back to do what you do best. Oh. And I said, and in response, to each his own. (laughs) I understand that art is in the eye of the beholder. And cheers, mate. And, you know, the thing did get 70 faves. It got hundreds of views. And more importantly, I like the image. Yeah. I refuse to put up an image that I won't like simply because I think it's going to get a lot of views.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And to be blunt, there are a lot of people who do that. They'll put images, and I think they'll be disgusting images on Flickr simply because they want views. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to do that. And I have not put up a number of images because even though they were technically wonderful, I didn't think they told a story or I didn't think they had a mood that I wanted or whatever. So I'd never put them up. I put images because I like them. And that's the most important thing. That's right. I don't know if you think the same way, Kaya.
0: Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. Because if you're doing it for other people, then it takes away the value of your, your own photography, I believe. it's my opinion. But yeah, I, I also, whenever I post anything, it has to be something that I genuinely like. And if people like it, good. If they don't, that's okay as well. And to each their own, as you said. So, yeah. Uh,
1: and there's also another one that someone put up just a few images ago. When I said, uh, when I said underneath one of my images, uh, we put up images that we like, that we're proud of, and he wrote, "I think we put photos up so that they will love us a little bit more."
0: Hmm.
1: And I'm thinking, "Yeah, you're probably right." <laughs> Even though that he says, "I think that sounds silly," but I think it's true, and I, I answered. Responded, yeah, I think you're right. It's, I can see, I remember people um, going in uh, for uh, receiving their Oscars on television years and years ago, and they would stand, stand up with their, their average and say, you love me.
0: <laughs>
1: and I don't know if it's the same thing, but I don't know if it's you can equate it to recognition. But I think it's an interesting concept, and I can't say it's not true. What do you think about that one?
0: That's interesting. I mean, anything that is public, of course, is meant to draw somebody else's attention, right? Because if we were just doing photography exclusively for ourselves, then we wouldn't be sharing it. So it is a very social thing, I believe. So, of course, I mean, I'm sure it's in the back of many people's heads where it's, you know, you want somebody to notice you, to appreciate you more as a photographer, to tell you that they like something specific about your work. I'm sure that's a, a universal feeling, right? Desire to be loved <laughs> as a photographer and as a person.
1: Yeah, and and I guess as part of our social construct that we've de- developed it, uh, developed over the many millions of years. Those um, those individuals, that weren't loved and accepted by the group, were shunned and probably um, died. Mm-hmm. And so you had to belong to the group to survive. And if you can equate that with the word love, uh, as he says, they love us a little bit more. Um, that's an interesting concept that could... Probably be expanded on, but not by me.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's more about the the psychology of photography and the psychology of social media. But it's an interesting concept for sure. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. As someone who's been taking photographs for a long time and who has a lot of life experience, what advice would you give to photographers who are just starting out?
1: Oh, um, shoot! 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 Mm-hmm. And then shoot some more, shoot some more, shoot some more. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Frenchman, Ali Cartier-Brunson, said your first 10,000 photographs are your worst.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: By that standard, I still have 7,000, no, 6,500 photographs to go before I get a good one.
0: (laughs) You're counting each shot.
1: And so uh, shoot, shoot, shoot. Learn what you learn what makes a ph- photograph. And the second thing is evaluate your images. Choose between them. Remember, I said those people who just take pictures and upload everything. Mm-hmm. They should choose between them and decide which ones they like the best. And importantly, why
0: mm-hmm.
1: they think or feel they are the best. And then develop a sense of taste, not general taste, but their own taste as to as to what's good and what's not good based upon what they like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the next one is upload and show these images on whatever platform um, and pay attention to some feedback, but it's most importantly that they 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 develop enough pride that they can actually show these images. And then the last one is discover which of these, all these images that you like the most and discover that your style, that they enjoy, and then develop more of that.
0: That's right, yeah. That's all very good advice, especially the one about developing your style because your style will give you even more confidence and will motivate you to keep learning more things about photography. That's very good advice. And what advice would you give to a very advanced photographer, on the other hand?
1: They've probably been all through this. I would just ask if they've considered what they're trying to accomplish with their images. Mm-hmm. Is it to make money, uh, to get recognition, um, to end up in vogue? Mm-hmm. To I have a very tough time with that question because... If they're advanced photographers, they should know what they're about. And I think maybe what I said, what they try to accomplish with their images is something we should all consider.
0: Yeah, that's that's a very good point, yeah. I think for advanced photographers as well, I like what you said about that because at some point you've become advanced. or I mean, there's no specific point, but there are photographers who already have Confidence in their work, but they feel lost because they don't know where to go next. So I think your advice applies to that and can be really helpful to people who know how to take photographs but don't really know where to go next. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Do they appear at an art fair and sell their images? And for example, um, one of my images is called "Bless Us, O Lord, and These Thy Gifts." It just shows Olivia, the dancer. Mm-hmm inside of an 1850 log cabin with a glass of wine and a loaf of bread and a a slice of cheese in front of her, and she's praying. And she has on one of her dancing outfits. It's a very simple white dress with bare shoulders, and she's praying. And uh, that's gotten around the local community. Uh, Our local senior center has it. It's in four restaurants hanging on the wall.
0: Oh, that's amazing.
1: I've also sold for, and I don't know if that's where I want to go with, because now I will have to be involved in, okay, accounting and taxes and that kind of thing. So I don't know if I want to be a person to sell images, sell my images, but we'll see where that... Well, it's nice that people like it enough that they're willing to hang in at restaurants
0: that's true, yeah, yeah. It's always nice when you get recognized for your work. That's always such a pleasure.
1: Yeah, so I don't know where I'm going with this. I used to think also. Remember, I mentioned about Vogue. It'd be nice if I can get a one of my images into the magazine. But then again, that may be not the most important thing. You know, mm-hmm. I think I think I'm very happy where I am now as a photographer. Mm-hmm. Except I'd like to get more shots in. But one of the problems, and I'll, I'll be frank with you, is that at my age, which is a really old, old, old guy, on Facebook, you'll notice that I have my birthday as January 25th in the year uh, 1900. <laughs> so I'm an old guy. My hand shakes now. Mm. I can't take an image without a tripod. Mm. Or put in a camera against a post or a tree or something like that, or against a car window, uh, and that limits my continued photography because things tend to get blurred a lot unless it's on really high speed and then you have green and things like that. So my taking pictures has decreased, but every once in a while, I take them. For example, my last picture on Flickr Explorer was a manger in a snowstorm in Appalachia, and I put it up around Christmas and Flickr decided to put it on Explorer. And I have no idea what their algorithm is. But that was taken after I we circled around. And I said, Hey, that's a picture. And I stopped on the road and lowered the window and put my camera against the top edge of the window and snapped it because the camera went in shape. So I still take pictures. It's just that Uh, you know, they're iffy because of the handshaking.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, but I'm also inspired by your determination, and it's amazing that you are continuing to pursue your passion for photography despite all the circumstances.
1: Well, if something brings you joy, you'll continue it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you. And I feel like you've already answered this question, but my last question for you is, What is the one thing you'd like to achieve in this great big photography world?
1: Okay, to get one of my pictures in Vogue. That'd be cool.
0: It would be amazing. I'm sure it will happen as well because I feel like you're constantly putting photos out. You're supporting so many photographers, and I'm sure you will get rewarded for all of that hard work by being featured in the magazine. I'm sure of that.
1: Well, if I'm not, the most important thing, I'm finding joy. What do you get out of photography?
0: What do I get out of photography? Joy as well, I would say. I feel like I can relate to your answers because, I mean, on one hand, it's nice to get recognition. And then on the other hand, which I feel is more important, is to feel genuine pleasure when I take pictures. And I get that still from photography. So it's definitely one of my priorities personally.
1: Cool. And your uh, photography podcast, where do you see that going in the future?
0: I would love to interview all kinds of photographers and give them a platform where they can share their stories and connect with others. And hopefully that will lead to more and more opportunities and sponsors for the podcast. But uh, yeah, my main priority is for all of my guests to feel very comfortable and appreciated as artists and to be able to interview all kinds of interesting people from around the world.
1: Good. Well, bless you in your endeavor
0: bless you too and thank you for being on this podcast i'm sure the listeners learned a lot of wonderful things about you and keep on taking photographs keep on being on Flickr and facebook and every other platform you're on because your existence is very appreciated and uh, it doesn't go unnoticed that's for sure
1: thank you thank
0: you too great big photography world wouldn't be what it is without our incredible listeners We're grateful for the time you take to listen to other photographers' stories and share your feedback with us. If you'd like to help us keep this podcast running smoothly, you can become a member on our website. In return for your help, we'll provide you with all kinds of exciting perks. Go to greatbigphotographyworld.com. There's a link to it in the show notes. Wow, what an emotional episode! I had so much fun talking to Rich about his life, his photography, and his contribution to the photography community. I hope that our interview inspires you to put yourself out there more, meet new people, don't forget to support other photographers, and make sure you always, always stay true to your passion. See you next week. There's a simple reason why PhotographyCourse.net is the highest rated photography community in the world. It's because the people who use it made it that way. Why not join us right now? Improve your skills, get exposure, and discover an exciting new world of photography.